What have you watched? What, what have, are you looking no, forward to? Backtrack. Yep. What have you watched? You're all listening to our production what meeting. Are you, <laughs> what are you looking forward to? Is it worth it? Rant. Five, Five. segments every week. Welcome to Odd Sox Entertainment episode two. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. We haven't got a little slogan yet, but... Um, Something about entertainment. Chatting and ranting about TV and film. Yeah. From the team that brought you to drink cinema. Yes. Team meaning the two of us. Two people are a team. I want to bring up one thing related to last week's episode, Ooh, okay. and that is related to Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, is it on streaming yet? Uh, no, it is being sued. Top Gun Maverick oh, yes. is being sued. Top Gun Maverick is being sued for alleged copyright infringement by Top Gun One. Or um, so, the long-awaited Top Gun Maverick has already earned at least seven hundred and sixty million dollars in two weeks, and it is being sued over an alleged copyright issue. So the 1986 film Top Gun was based on articles by journalists titled Top Guns, which okay. was telling the story of the, the Top Gun Academy. Yep. So then they based the movie Top Gun on that. Yes. The copyright on that agreement ran out in 2020. <laughs> So that's why the original uh, release date was twenty twenty, mm. because they would they were able to finish filming in twenty nineteen before the copyright lapsed. Yep, and release in twenty twenty. Okay. Now, according to Paramount Studios, mm. they did finish in twenty nineteen. Okay, and then the reason it's come out in twenty twenty two is because of delays. Because of COVID, which we spoke okay. about last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the authors of those articles, who allegedly are already very rich, and are suing because they claim that post production and more work on the film was being done in 2021, which so, is after yeah. the copyright ended. Nah, they won't win. Yeah, it's a. I the, don't know obviously the details because I just read about it on sevennews.com.au from the, that Peter yeah, guy. Right. The. Story yep. is what they would have stolen from the articles. And the yeah. story was completed. So post-production doesn't matter. Well, I think there... It, well, it could depend on the contract. If the contract says you're not allowed to use any... Do any work on a Top Gun. Yeah. If it says that. Yeah. But then they somehow have to prove... That, that it was they completed. Did do work in 2021, or Paramount proves that they didn't. So that's what it's mm. going to come down to: who can prove when the work was done. Oh God! And did someone shit in anybody's bed? No. Nah. Well, there you go. Now, did anybody's dog get stung by a bee? No. Okay. Uh, the lawsuit seeks unspecified damages, including profits from Top Gun Maverick. 
Maverick and to block distribution of the movie or further sequels. They're not going to win. Under US law, authors have the right to terminate transfers of copyright after a period of 35 years. Now, the people who are suing... So, yeah, Ehud Yone, I've probably said that wrong, was the author whose article inspired the 86 film, uh, is the one suing, uh, as well as his heirs. Shosh Yone and son Yuval Yone have launched legal action claiming the studio is profiting from the sequel, even though it no mm. longer holds the copyright. The last line, though, on this Seven News article... Reached by phone, a woman who identified herself as Shosh Yone and said her son was Yuval declined to comment. Oh. <laughs> so obviously they can't be 100% sure that it was her that answered the phone. No. Uh, but they wanted to put that article in there anyway. So that's interesting uh, and that's something to look mm. at during the next few weeks. Another backtrack from last week, not a retraction, is to do with Pinocchio. Yeah. Right? I got very confused when we were looking at Pinocchio, and I even said in the episode, oh, Finn Wolfhard's in it, and Ewan McGregor's in it. No, they're not. That's Obi-Wan. Well, no. What it is is, next year, there are three Pinocchios coming out. A Disney... Did another copyright expire <laughs> as well or something. Um, there's a Disney uh, live action, quotation yeah. marks, yeah. remake of their 1940 movie. Mm-hmm. That's the one starring Tom Hanks. Yep. And Pinocchio will be voiced by Benjamin Evan Ainsworth. Okie dokie. Okay. Then there's a Netflix Pinocchio, right? And this was what confused me as well because I thought for a second Guillermo del Toro was directing Disney's Pinocchio. Oh, and I'm like, right. Oh, that, like, Disney's not going to hire no. Guillermo del Toro to direct anything, particularly Pinocchio. Netflix Pinocchio is a stop-motion animated adaptation... Oh, I've heard that one, yes. ...of Carlo Collodi's novel, The Adventures of Pinocchio. Right. Directed by Guillermo del Toro. That's the one that has Finn Wolfhard and Ewan McGregor in it. Then... Lionsgate is releasing an English version of the Russian animated movie Pinocchio, A True Story. The casts are interesting. Okay. So Benjamin Evan Ainsworth, Gregory Mann, who I don't know, uh, are voicing the Disney and Netflix's Pinocchios, respectively. Yeah. The Lionsgate Pinocchio, this is going to blow your socks off. Oh, no. Is voiced by Paulie Shaw. He's dead. Isn't he dead? <laughs> no. Paulie Shaw's doing a talking puppet. Paulie Shaw Paulie is Shaw. the boy who wants to be a real boy. Geppettos are Tom Hanks, um, David Bradley, who we know as the old man from Harry Potter, not Dumbledore, Mr. Filch. He's oh, and okay, yeah. Um, and Tom Kenny, the voice of SpongeBob, is voicing Geppetto in the Lionsgate version. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Wait, so the Lionsgate's one, a true story, Pinocchio, or whatever it's yeah, called. It's an English version of the Russian version of Pinocchio, action, a true story. Or is it animated? Uh, animated. Right. But animated, animated. Not so there's Disney live action. Animated, animated, live action, 
and stop motion animation. Well, live action animated yeah, 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 Disney yeah. style. Yep. Um, Jiminy Cricket is Joseph Gordon-Levitt in oh. Disney's Pinocchio. Go on, that sounds terrible. Uh, it's Ewan McGregor in Netflix's version. <laughs> and there's no uh, Jiminy Cricket in the Lionsgate one, but a talking horse called Tybalt will be voiced by John Heater, uh, who is <laughs> okay. Napoleon Dynamite. Um, uh, then there's fairies that are Cynthia Erivo in Disney, yep. Tilda Swinton in Netflix, uh, and... A fairy named Lucilda that doesn't have a cast person attributed to it. Right. <laughs> the Lionsgate one. Um, so that's why listeners last week might have been like, what the fuck is Lee talking about Finn Wolfhard being in Disney's Pinocchio and it being directed by Guillermo del Toro? It's not. I've gotten three things confused into one, which is understandable. Did you know in 2019 there was also a Pinocchio movie that no. was Italian? Oh really? Like an Italian Pinocchio, an actual movie. Pinocchio. Yeah, it's yeah. It, and Isabella it's Rossellini based on the <laughs> based on the Adventures of Pinocchio by Carlo Collodi. That's who the Netflix one is based yeah. on. So it was nominated for a couple of Oscars. So there's um, three Pinocchios for you to watch. This God. and this uh, and into next year. I hope. I hope they come out the same day. Just like Worldwide Pinocchio Day. Yeah. You, you know, and is I wonder if the Lionsgate one is going to be... Shit. ...in cinema. Oh, yeah. Or on streaming as well. Because, like, Disney Plus will do... Disney, Disney Plus and Netflix obviously go straight on to yeah. streaming. Disney hasn't even given a cinema date. It's just released it's just on Disney Plus in September. On the, whatever that day is. Oh, Isn't Disney the, Plus Day. Yeah. Yeah. September 8th, I think. Something like that. Yeah. So there's a little bit more follow-up <laughs> from last week. So if you're a fan of a puppet that wants to be a real boy, you've got plenty got to look great. forward to. If you love Pinocchio, gosh. I want to know who's playing all the donkeys. Somebody wished upon a star, and here we are. Wished upon three stars. Yeah. Orion's belt. I'll just take all of them. The guy who owns the IP of Pinocchio wished upon a star, yeah. and he's rolling <laughs> in it now. Mr... Corleone, what, not, what, not, not Corleone, Corleone. <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> so uh, let's move on to TV uh, and what have I watched this week. I'm going to start with one that I thought was good and that is Tokyo Vice. I've watched three shows this week but I've only watched the first episode of each one. But like I'm on the record on Two Drink Cinema as saying, if you can't grab me in episode one, bad luck. Yeah. I w- I'm not here for people to say, oh, give it a couple and you'll get to like it. I'm like, no, I don't have time for that. I've got eight streaming services. <laughs> I have that much content available to me that I would rather watch Blue Healers than give something three episodes to decide whether I like it. Mm. Well, you- even if they're like shorter episodes, like a sitcom. Not webisodes. <laughs> not webisodes. <laughs> no, it's not 2011. Yeah. Um, a sitcom, I'll give a uh, no. You got to get me. If I'm not, I reckon there would be. One, si- I reckon there would be sitcoms where you were like episode one. Nah, pretty sure we had this discussion about Shit's oh, Creek. Shit's Creek. Yeah. So you, if that was your case, you never would have watched Shit's Creek. That's true. Okay, dramas. Anything longer than twenty two and a half minutes? I don't have the time. <laughs> I do not have the time. I've got forty four minutes. So sitcoms, you've got two episodes to grab me. Okay. Dramas, you have one episode. Right. All right. That's my rule now. Well, what if the first episode of the drama is like an hour long, 
do you ha- do they have to grab you within like three quarters yep. of the yep. the episode? If you don't grab me within forty five minutes, within the first forty five minutes of your first one hour episode, you're done. What's the point? Because as a writer, what are you doing leaving the good shit to the last ten minutes of the episode? You know what it is now, though. I reckon a cliffhanger. Because no, because you don't, you don't. Um, there's not really. Pilots anymore? anymore? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, so you don't have to sell a show based on a pilot. You just get, oh, we're going to give you a 10-episode deal with Netflix. So write a series. Yes. But, so, yeah, so then by that, the first episode doesn't have to be amazing enough to sell it to a network. But Because that's what binge-watching thing is now. You can sit there and watch a whole season in a weekend. Yes, but... The flip side of that is, like I said, I have eight streaming services. Yeah. The competition for my viewing time mm. is so much higher that you need to grab me an episode and one. And I don't find myself watching Netflix as much anymore. Like it used to be Netflix. No. Maybe that's why their shares have dropped. You know, like Netflix was, had dropped. the best shows. Yeah. And now I don't watch that much stuff on Netflix. Well, because there's things like Paramount and Disney and in the States there's HBO Max the studios have their own streaming services. Yeah. So Netflix can't go... And Peacock is NBC, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that makes that sense. That wasn't being vulgar. Um, and so the networks release their own stuff. Netflix can't buy it from the networks mm. or the studios. Mm. So they have to make their own stuff. And everyone has to make their own stuff. Amazon Prime as well. So it's all getting out there. But episode one, I watched three... Episode ones of okay. this week. Yeah, okay, great. The good one was Tokyo Vice. Yep. Which is on Paramount Plus, stars Ansel Elcourt, and apparently Vin the Diesel, only yeah. Japanese actor in the whole history of TV and cinema. Ken Watanabe. No. Um, the guy that's in, uh, I should have looked him up. Um, the guy that's in Inception. Inception. Yeah. That's not Ken Watanabe, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> I thought Ken Watanabe was an old dead guy. No, you're thinking of um, Pat Morito. Yeah, probably. Um, so it stars Ansel Elgort and Ken Watanabe. I'm not going to look too much more into it because I did a spoiler for myself Yeah. by looking up IMDb and seeing that someone was only in one episode of something yep. as opposed to everyone else was in eight. Um, it's good. It's well made. It is based on... Uh, again, based on a journalist's story. So it's not Fast and the Furious Tokyo Vice? No. Okay. Right. It's not got uh, The Rock in it. Oh, okay. Or Vin Diesel okay. or a hologram of Paul Walker. Okay. Okay, it's got none of those people in it. Okay. But it does have uh, Japanese in it. You will be more into it if you're into Japanese stuff. Right. Uh, and it makes me want to learn Japanese and Kendo again. But it's very well produced. It's very well shot, and it's so it's about Ansel Elgort. Is it a reboot of Miami Vice, but in Tokyo? No, okay. there's considerably less beaches. Oh yes. So uh, there was an American journalist, Jake Adelstein, who uh, got a job for a Tokyo paper as a crime reporter and did a whole investigative thing about the yakuza, uh, and so it's about that story about how him getting into that investigation. Uh, and then all of the crime that goes along with it. So I think as a crime story, it will be very good. Yep. Acting-wise, it's very good. There's no 
distinction between movie and TV actor anymore. No. Like Ansel Elgort does West Side Story, nominated for Oscars, and then he does Tokyo Vice on Paramount+. Plus. 50 yeah. minutes at a time. Yeah. There's no distinction uh, between them. What else have you... Uh, Tokyo Vice, I can recommend if you like crime and if you like Japan. I started watching The Boys. From one. From one. Because I hadn't watched it, right? And I was like, it wasn't... I wasn't avoiding it. But I'm like, I'll start watching that and then I'd forget. And then yep. obviously because the third season just came out. Yep. It's like every time I open Amazon Prime... It makes you watch that, The Boys. That guy's... Shoot me in the face with laser eyes. So oh, I'm like, okay, great. Captain I'll watch America, it. Superman, but yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. So I watched it. I'm almost finished the first season. Yep. It's all right. I, I am confused why it's... I was like, why is it called The Boys? Yeah, I don't really know that. It's based on a comic. Obviously, yeah. the comic's called The Boys. Yeah, but it's not about The Boys. Who are The Boys? I Those think three the, boys. The Boys are Billy Butcher and that weird guy... Yeah. And the Frenchie. Yeah. They're the boys and the black guy. Yeah, but they never call themselves the boys. No, they don't. They're just three boys or yeah. men even. Yeah. One's so why would you boy. not call it whatever seven, the seven or something? That makes more sense to call it that. But it's not about the heroes. And I think this is what's different about the boys as a comic book series and a TV series is it's not about the heroes yeah. saving people. I was it not. It's not quite what I was expecting. Mm. I thought it would be a lot more of like a piss take of superheroes, which oh, is okay. a bit. Yep, but it's more like they've um like corporate corporized. That's not a word. Yes, incorporated. It's, it's superheroes. a um, it's a satire of both capitalism and, and the superhero Marvel yeah. DC. Now they've thing. got their. Cinematic universe in there as well, yeah, because, um, yeah, it, it and it does totally you can totally see them corporatizing superheroes. Yeah. Okay, we'll put that, we'll make, we'll make a that word. a word. Um, that Billy the Butcher, if that's his name, even, yeah, is that his name? I feel like that's a name Billy from Butcher. something else. No, that's him, Billy Butcher. Um, I don't, not a fan of the accent. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessary. It's I been thought a while it was Australian, I then I thought it was English, and now it's like Cockney English, and it doesn't sound good. It's like he watched Oliver and said he was going to be what's his face, Arful Dodger, no, or Fagan, no, the Bill other Sykes. guy, Bill Sykes. <laughs> That's what it, he talks and looks like him, and he drops the C bomb unnecessarily a lot. It's quite a vulgar series, which I think is deliberate. There's quite. I think there's quite sexual stuff in season three from what I've heard around the traps. Yeah. I've watched one and half of two and I don't want to influence yeah. your viewing of it. But after half of two, I was like, I actually don't care what happens in the next series. Well, that's what I was like. I don't know if I like anybody. Like, I don't no. think there's any character that I like. And this is what I'm finding the more with TV recently is that... It has to have good story and good character. And like I said last week about Stranger Things, the character thing has fallen away. Yeah. And I've already referenced it once in this episode, but one of the reasons that I would rather re-watch Blue Healers than something new that doesn't grab me 
is because I it's got good characters yeah. and good stories and good interaction between the characters. And it's not just, let's see if we can make this monster as real looking as possible. Yeah, it's more like the chemistry between the characters and stuff. Yes, which... Like that sitcom we're watching, Happy Endings, is that. Yes, and Friends from College was not. Yeah, but let's not get into that rant again. <laughs> rant that again. And I think the the boys, what the boys missed is that character connection and that character depth when it lent, it went too far to being this satirical corporate America superhero thing. Mm. But I had to look up IMDb because the, it was a woman in it. I'm like, I've watched her in something oh, yeah. recently. Who is she? And it was Elizabeth Shue. The only thing is that we watched Back to the Future, which is thirty years, for nearly forty yep. years older. She still looks good. She still looks good. She's acting. I tell you what, if you said that her acting in Back to the Future two, and now she's acting like she's in The Boys, she's done yep. a lot of work because she's quite good. Yeah, she's good. She. Uh, I've watched something with her this week, but I'm going to save that for the Should I Bother segment oh, later on. Okay. Um, but what's this one you've written on your note? Three months. Three months was a movie. It's Pride Month, so all the gay shit's coming up yes. everywhere. All right, we got one to talk about shortly. Um, and Three Months is a movie starring Troy Savan. Oh yes, okay. And it's on Paramount Plus. Perth, Perth boy. Yeah, and he's American, and his mum's, his mum. No, not his mum. His grandma is Ellen Burstyn, who was in The Exorcist. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she's good. Um, so yeah, did I watched she that. play the demon? No, I'm yeah. Kidding. yeah, the demon was AIDS because it's a gay show, oh, so it has right. to be okay, AIDS. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can't exercise that though. You need more no. than a priest, unfortunately. <laughs> um, well, if you, some people think they need God, um, yeah, pray the gay away. But it was it was all right. He was he was good. Is I that your it, whole summary? It wasn't like funny, and it wasn't like it was quirky. It was very quirky. So the three months is like his summer break and it's like 2011, it's set in 2011. Okay. And he has to wait like three months to get his results about his HIV AIDS test. Oh, because it wasn't quick. Yeah. And then he friend, make friends with someone and yada, yada, yada. Okay. Yeah. So yes or no? Oh yeah. It's a good watch. One. It's easy to watch. Because it's Pride Month, one that I have said you should watch before and I think you should watch, Stage Mum. I've watched it. Oh, good. It's good. Yeah, it was all right. Jackie Weaver. Yeah. We like Jackie Weaver. Mum likes Jackie Weaver. Yeah, mum likes Jackie Weaver. Okay. Pride Month, the new Queer as Folk. This could go into a rant. Be ready. So, I'll set it. So, Queer as Folk was a British TV series. Yes. uh, And then there was an American version of it. The British TV series was shorter and the American one was longer. Yeah. As they generally do. Yeah. The British one was grittier and a little bit more realism. Yeah. The American one was prettier. Yes. Both in look and in boys. Yeah. Uh, And I do feel like recently there's been some criticism of the original American particularly. Yep. But for not showing enough diversity. So mm-hmm. the 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 thing was five friends, uh, queer friends, four gays and a lesbian, uh, and their day to day life in their city. Yes, their British city, uh, Manchester, 
and... And yeah, I think so. Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, in the American ones. So I am a fan of the original American and I've watched a bit of the original British, but not enough yet to say whether or not I am a fan necessarily. I think it's good, the British one. I didn't like how it ended. Okay. Well, I'll see how I feel when I get there. So you've said, why do we need a reboot? My thing is with the new Queer as Folk that was promoted as a reboot or a reimagining or a remake of the American original. Yep. If you can call it that. Yes. It so I watched the first three episodes. I've watched the first one. So far, there are two things in common with the the original, and that is that there's a club named Babylon. Yep. And that lesbians have a baby from a gay sperm donor who yep. they're friends with. That's it. It's so, not in the same city. The no, people are named the same thing. No. There's parents. Kim Cattrall's there for some reason. I haven't got to her yet. I ha- um so it's the why call it queer as folk. Well the other thing because that's in common is there's a is high school high meh, schooler. Meh. So my my thinking behind that is that the original queer as folk has become so iconic. And this is what I've said about a couple of reboot things, because they talked about rebooting fresh prints. Oh yeah, don't get me started. And my one of my things is that if you come up with a story, people are very quick to uh, say that it is derivative or it is just a rip-off of something. Yeah. So if they'd just gone, here's a story called Gay New Orleans that is yeah. centred around five queers, like their lesbian people. friends, and whatever, Yeah. people would go, oh, well, you've just done Queer as Folk in New Orleans. So because the original Queer as Folk is so iconic, but also because there's so few queer-based drama TV shows, even in the, what, 15 years since Queer as Folk came out? 20. 20 years. So between 2000 and now, there have been so few queer-centred dramas that you can't do a queer-centred drama without it being... Labeled a ripoff of Queer as Folk, so they've just said we're reimagining Queer as Folk. Nah, lazy. Well, the other option it's is that, that thing we again. watch this new gay show and then we spend five minutes on this podcast going, "Oh, they just ripped off Queer as Folk." But it's like I don't know. Just call it something different. Yeah, because then the then the thing that you re go online and all people are talking about is how it's not as good as the original or it's nothing like the original or whatever whereas if it wasn't if it wasn't marketed as a reimagining of queer as folk people wouldn't be saying that they'd just be going oh this is good representation see i i actually think calling it queer i'm okay with calling it queer as folk because it is essentially the same premise a drama series centered around the life of queer people in a city you got manchester you got philadelphia you got new orleans it doesn't have to be brian and justin and michael for that to be the same to be the same premise and concept yeah so it's so uh, why call it that well because if it's a completely different show yeah because just write a new show because the premise is the same and like 
I'm going to rant a little bit about later. This is the, I guess, a little bit lazy thing of it. People will watch it because it's called Queer as Folk. And Queer as Folk is iconic. Yeah. And so people are going to watch this one because it's called Queer as Folk. Or they would watch it because it's a good show, no matter what it's called. Yeah, but... That's how they could have marketed it. If you call it Queer as Folk, you don't have to prove it's a good show for people to watch it. People will watch it because they like the original Queer as Folk. Yeah, well, now people watch one episode and go, uh, it's not like that. I'm going to stop watching. Well, or I you could be like that IMDB person who gave it one star and then went on a rant of racism. Oh. It was like, I, I don't know if I should say it. It was like he was talking about how they rewrite white stories and put people of colour in it and it ruins it. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to screenshot this before it gets deleted. <laughs> I have a comment about representation to yes. do with it. And it's a, it's a, could be a little bit dicey. So they have increased the diversity. Yes. Because there is a trans person, there is a non-binary, at least one yep. non-binary person. Uh, there is a character who is disabled and there are people of colour. Yes. All right? And people of different races. I'm not criticising the first two for not representing that. Because if you went to a gay club in Philadelphia in the year 2000, the group of friends are likely going to be all white. Yeah. In 2022, it wouldn't be that different. (laughs) But TV needs to be because we need to have representation. Yes. We just talked about, actually this week, an episode talking about Pride Month and representation is coming out on No Pants, No Problems. So that's good. But what they haven't represented, that I feel like the original American did a little bit better, they are all still somehow relatively queer club scene stereotypes from what I've seen. Yes. Because one thing I really liked in the American Queer is Folk, and I've bloody forgotten his name. Ted. Ted, thank you has this thing of like being gay means going to Babylon at least four nights a week. Yes. But that doesn't sit well with him. I can't see... But he still does it. I can't see... Well, because his friends do it and that's the only way he can meet guys and it's the only way to be gay in Philadelphia in 2000. I can't see any of the characters that I got introduced to in episode one being anything other than going to the club, coke snorting, giving rim jobs in the toilets, gays. Just wait till episode two. Okay. Is yeah. one of them an accountant suddenly? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's an accountant or a lawyer. Okay, because Ted was an accountant, wasn't he? Um, or a lawyer. I don't so, know. Anyway. Yeah, but like... So what they've increased in, in that representation is very good. Mm-hmm. But I still think, and without going into the queer rant that I did in No Pants, No Problems... That was the thing that I didn't identify with in terms of queer people when I was growing up. Yeah. I had no inclination to go clubbing every night of the week. And so I think they might have missed, and you're right, I should watch more than one episode. But then it's not queer as folk. That's what I'm saying. Like, then it's a new show. So write a new show. But it's the lives of these people. Yeah, but the lives of these people are all based around the fact that they're friends and they go clubbing. Yeah, okay. 
So if then it, if you're going to modernize it, just write a different show where some of them go clubbing and do bloody coke and whatevers. And, and some then, of them are accountants. And some of them don't. Some of them stay home and have a lesbian babies. And some of them stay home or just go to the footy. Yeah. Probably not that. What would you call it? Um, I don't know. Queer as everybody else. What's the club's name? You could have called it that. You could have called it anything. You could have thought about it rather than going, oh, we'll do, re- do queer as folk. Oh, good. Half the storyline's written for us already because Bab- we're lazy. Babylon 2.0. Um, all right. So the that's first what... episode was interesting. Yeah. The event that happened well, in the first episode. It was like, oh. There's a warning, right? There's a warning at the There's very start, the start that says some of these scenes may be disturbing to some viewers. And then the next scene is full on sex. Full on sex. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, that could be disturbing yeah. to some is viewers. Yeah, is that the disturbing is that part? The disturbing? Or? Is it the fact that you basically see a whole rim job in the toilets? Yes. <laughs> the disturbing scene? Is it childbirth? That could be disturbing that, that to That was some disturbing people. to me. But there is a very disturbing event. Um, which is very topical for recent times. I picked it, um, but very topical for I recent times. I think in times. the trailer you get an idea of what the event is. Okay. I think if you can get over the fact, which obviously Brett can't, of the fact no, that I it's can, a new show. No, I can, and I keep watching it, with but orig- it's just come up with another, like yeah. just call yeah. it something else and write another show. My rant that I'm, you've had your rant, or do you want to rant more about it? No. Nah. My rant coming up is related to your rant. Okay. All right. This It's a new segment we came up with just before this. We're going to have a rant each. Uh, do we want to go next to what's coming or is it worth it? Is it worth it? Okay. I don't have anything for that, though. That's all right. Elizabeth Shue is... She's not worth it. <laughs> no, she is worth it. Elizabeth Shue... Is okay. Okay, where are we going with that? Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue is Joseph. Something Gordon about Levitt's Elizabeth Shue. Okay, not right. in real life. Not in real life. Yeah, I feel like they're too close in age. No. Or is it just that I still think Joseph Gordon-Levitt looks like Tommy from Third Rock from the Sun? I still think you think that Elizabeth Shue looks like. Well, she does. She okay. still looks very good. Jennifer, don't know her name. Jennifer Jane Parker. She's aged very well. And I'm not sure Joseph mm-hmm. Joseph Gordon-Levitt has aged just as well as Elizabeth Shue. But Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the son of Elizabeth Shue in Super Pumped, which is an anthology series. And the first series is about the battle for Uber. Right. So um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, plays the founder of Uber. Okay. Well, they're 18 years apart. Yeah, okay. So possible. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt plays Travis Kalanick uh, in season one of Super Pumped, The Battle for Uber. So Showtime have produced Super Pumped, which each series is going to focus on like a big business story. Right, okay. And they started with Uber, right? They started with Uber. I'm going to say don't bother. Oh, boring. Get a DD. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You watched yep. Super Pump the Battle for DD. <laughs> I watched Super Pump the Battle, Battle for, for Uber, Lift. And then I got here in an Ola. In an Ola. I got, I got a 1 3 It's ca- The Battle for 1 3 Cavs <laughs> probably won't be as exciting. Um, it is 
overall boring, but I also can't tell. There's some stylistic, strange choices. Okay. So the first episode goes for 50-ish something minutes. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, we know he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Shue, we know, is a good actor. Uh, and the rest of the poster has Uma Thurman on it, but okay. I haven't seen Uma Thurman in the first episode, so I wouldn't have put her on the poster. But you would because then it's Uma Thurman. That's true. Kyle Chandler is good. Yep. Um, we know that. Uh, so this is, I think, a case where an average script makes good actors look like they're not good actors. Because I was oh, not engaged right. with Joseph Gordon-Levitt yep. or Kyle Chandler at all. Yeah. And it's because the script is ordinary. I know that there's this Silicon Valley thing of everyone's like a young, hotshot asshole. Yeah. But I think that was too much. A couple of times I felt like it was Joseph Gordon-Levitt trying to be Leonardo DiCaprio and the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, okay. Which Leo does very well. Yeah. Joseph didn't do quite as well, but I think some of that was because of the script. Yep, yep. So the script is ordinary. Style is ordinary because there are scenes where it's just like him talking to his girlfriend or he goes home to breakfast with his mum, dad and brother. But then there's also this narrator who we don't know who the narrator is. Is it Uma Thurman? No. Is it Morgan Freeman? And who just comes on and is just like... Like, is it the real Uber guy? No, it's an asshole voice. Oh, talking that says a couple of things about Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, like Joseph Gordon Levitt, Travis Kalanick will do something, and then this voiceover will go, Oh, you know, founders in the American version, yeah, you know, founders in Silicon Valley eat shit for breakfast, whatever. And that happened like four times in the episode, but three in the first 15 minutes and then not again for 20 minutes. Okay. And I'm like, so is this a thing of the se- season right. or not? So how long's the first episode? 50-something minutes. So did you turn it off after 40 minutes? No, because I checked the time at 40 minutes. I was like, I only got 10 minutes to go. I'll give it that extra six. So did it grab you in one episode? Like you no. said, put, So you're not going to watch it? No, I'm not. Good. Don't. And I recommend that no one else watches it because it was shit. Okay, there okay. you go. <laughs> it just It's an average script and that weird narrator put me off and because of the average script, it seemed like no one could act and yeah, I don't yeah, know. Okay. I mm. like Joseph Gordon-Levitt and I like Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. But I had they had no chemistry as mother and son. Okay. And Elizabeth Shue, his mum, Travis Kalanick's mum, is a salesperson, like a hotshot salesperson. Oh, okay. So... There's this scene where he rings her for advice and I'm like, this doesn't seem like he'd take it. There's no connection between them that she inspired him to be this hotshot go-getter person. Yeah, Um, okay. Yeah, average. Don't bother. I I half want to watch episode two to see if Uma Thurman's in it and what she's in. But I also, I didn't learn anything about... She's just a driver. I didn't learn anything about the story of Uber. No. So what's the point? Yeah, okay. All right? Yeah. Okay, I won't watch it. Done. Good. I wasn't going to watch it anyway. (laughs) Cheers. Two Drink Cinema, an Odd Socks Entertainment podcast. I'm Lee. And I'm Brett. 
We are two brothers reviewing movies. Two drinks at a time. The old. The new. The classic. And the cult. We tick all the boxes. We bring you the news on the latest movie releases. And drunkenly review some of the best films of yesteryear. Find us on your favourite podcast platform. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Two Drink Cinema. Cheers. So, next up, what is coming that you want to watch? Um, speaking of remakes and yeah, people your, being lazy. Your first one. Um there was a trailer and I put I used the we'll call it a teaser for the new A League of Their Own series. Yep. Two Drink Cinema slash Patreon whatever's. Patreon.com Patreon. slash two drink, two drink cinema. cinema for our review of the original nineteen ninety two yep. A League of Their Own movie. Right. So it was a thirty second teaser trailer that really didn't show much other than women playing baseball. Lazy. Right? People already commented, like, oh, there is no way this will be as good. Oh, you can't replace Tom Hanks. Oh, or Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, I think she's even in it for a bit. For a bit yeah, for I'm sure she is. And it's just like, I'm like, it doesn't show you anything of what no. the story is, rather than already what you know, because it's based on a true story. That chicks played baseball. Yeah. So it's the same thing of like, it's based on the same true story. And then they've made a series out of it rather than a movie. It's not a series based on the movie of okay, the true then. story. What What are you going to say if it daddy doesn't have Dottie Hinson in it? Because you've just said the Queerest Folk remake should have had characters named Brian and Justin in it. No, because Dottie Hinson is the not the real name of the person in the real story. In true story. Yeah, okay. But if you're basing it But then a series, why do you call it a league of their own? Yeah, if you're basing it on the same because true story. It's the same thing. Because they'll go, Oh, a league of their own. I remember that movie. I watched the series. And yeah. then people will complain it's not as good as the thing. That, even though it's a different story. It's equally as based lazy off as the same true folk. story. And there's I like, just feel people like you're of okay colour in it. Because you like a league of their own. No. <laughs> It's the same thing, but then it's people saying the same thing again based off 30-second yeah. teaser trailer. Yeah. They're not going, oh, this could be a good retelling of a true story. Yeah. They're going, yeah. this isn't going to be as good because it hasn't got Tom Hanks and Gina Davis in it. And I think, yeah, I think that's happening with Queer as Folk. They're not going, this is a good story and a well-made show about queer stories. They're going, this isn't the original. And it looks good. What's it on? Uh, I think it's not out yet. Disney. It'll be on I Disney. I think it's out on I think it's Amazon. Aren't isn't the original Disney though? Yeah, but it's not the original. No, but that's it's property, a, surely. Anyway. No, I think it's Prime. Okay. Amazon Prime original series. When's it's slated for release? August. I believe August oh, sometime. And it's June and we've only gotten the thirty second. Yeah. Mm. But it looks good. Um, obviously I'll watch it and then probably come in two months time. Everybody remember this because I'll probably complain. No, but it's good. It's just people have to go. It's a different story. It's like when people do a movie off a book and all they can take away from the movie is that that was like, oh, but in the book this, in the book that. I'm like, fuck off with your book. If you just like the book, go watch the book. This is a reimagining 
and an interpretation of a previous story. I um, I had something else around that I was that I saw that had book relations, but I can't remember what it is. Okay. So a league of their own is it Pinocchio? Something to look forward to. Something that I'm looking forward to, but I'm a bit mm, about. The new Jordan Peele movie. Nope. 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 I've seen the trailer. Nope. On the big IMAX screen before Top Gun Maverick. Yep. It looks like a really good movie. Yeah. I found Get Out quite predictable, so I didn't get any suspense around Uh, Get Out. Yeah. But Nope looks different in not Leslie Nope. No K. N-O-P-E. Yep. It looks... Big scale end of world horror type stuff. Don't don't look up kind of stuff. Better than don't look up. Yes. Not actually scary. But why is it called Nope? Well, maybe you have to watch it to find out why it's called Nope. It just feels like Is it gonna be like a denial thing? Is it gonna be like horror end of the world based on climate change? Like don't look up. Yeah, but they're all everybody <laughs> instead of saying don't look up, it's all like nope. Nope. They're like, it's ending. Nope. No, Everybody's like denying like it. Alien portals and shit. Maybe they're called nopes. <laughs> and I'd put a K and make them all Leslie nope. nopes. Nope. Like they're yep, yep, yep. Yep, in, yep, yep. Nope, 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 like nope, nope, nope. Uh, seagulls in Finding Nemo. Yeah. Mine, mine, nope, mine. Nope, nope, mine. nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Now they seem like Jordan Peele's directing a end of the world horror Muppet movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so I am looking forward to Nope. I'm, we'll see what I think about the title. The one thing that I didn't like the title of, but I went to see the movie anyway, was The Pursuit of Happiness. And the happiness is spelt wrong. Ah, uh, yes. And I didn't like it. But you might not be surprised to know, I bawled my eyes out. Oh, do you? The Pursuit of Happiness. Um, is it Was it the part where... Was just like slap someone. Just like Will Smith slapped me, uh, and unlike Chris Rock, I couldn't take it, and I bawled my eyes out. So back to Nope. Okay. Apparently, he says the title speaks to the idea of being in tune with what the audience is thinking and feeling in the theater. No. Nah. I know a lot of people who say when it's a scary movie, they say Nope, especially black audiences, right? Well, I can't comment on that. Yeah. We love horror, but there's a skepticism. Yeah. I don't think... Nope. No. So it's like, do you want to see Nope? They're like, nope, nope, nope. And you're watching it like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I don't like it. Don't go I behind get, the door. That's what he... <laughs> you should have called it that. If that's that. I get that. I get the premise. I get the concept. And I get your point, Jordan. But... Is he over... He's overthinking it a bit. I wouldn't have named my film that. What does Nope stand for, Peel? That's what people also ask. But thank God he didn't cast his mate, Keegan-Michael. Yeah. One more thing you're looking forward to, which actually looking at your notes now, I'm looking forward to also. Well, I don't know if you would be. Oh. Because the Ted Lasso, the news, is apparently that they're writing the third season as the last season. Oh. So. But that I'm okay with that, actually. Yeah. I'm totally okay with not trying to stretch it out too far. I think it'll be interesting how they wrap it up. You could go any number of ways. The team yeah. could go shit. The team could become good. Kill off someone, I reckon. I'm 
I'm so I'm so in favour of killing off characters. Yeah. I'm on the record from Two Drink Cinema as loving when people die. Yeah. So I'm totally okay with killing off characters. Stranger Things, I think Hopper should have died. Um, spoiler alert. Oh, it's apparently not a spoiler alert. Can I rant? You know what? Actually, the spoiler alert isn't a spoiler alert because I already know, even though I haven't watched it, and the episode would have come out, what, like a week ago? 26th of May. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That like somebody died. I don't want to say. Oh, in the last episode. I yeah. still haven't watched the last episode. This is I what... saw it all over Facebook within about 12 hours of it coming out. Yeah, right. This is what also is making me a bit mm, about Stranger Things Season 4 is I haven't watched the last episode and it's been a full week since I watched the second last episode. Okay. So instead of watching the last episode of Stranger Things, mm. I've watched three first episodes of something else. Oh. I don't care about the last episode of Stranger Things Season 4 Part 1. No, but that's why I never finished Suits. And that's this what, way off topic. That's what I said to Shane because I had to leave. Shane watched the last episode. I said, I don't care what happens in this episode. Don't spoil this. I don't care what happens in this last episode. As long as Steve doesn't die, because he's just about the only reason I'm still yeah. watching this show. I think he was almost meant to originally get killed off in season one or something. He did. He was meant to die in season one, but he was so good, Joe Keery, that they didn't kill him and they rewrote the whole story of the next four seasons yeah. to keep him in. And him and Dustin are the only, and him and Uma Thurman's daughter. Or Ethan Hawke's daughter, yeah. Oh yeah are the only... depends which half of her face you look at. If you look at her, she's actually... She looks a lot more like Uma Thurman. No, if you just mashed their faces together, like a trivia segment, yeah, mashed Uma and Ethan's faces together, you get Maya Hawke. Yeah. Which is not always how... You said, yeah, like you've done a biology degree. That's not how... Subject. That's <laughs> not... <laughs> yes, thank you. That's not... How? I did well in genetics, but Gen- face mashing wasn't <laughs> part of the... It wasn't on the exam. Face app wasn't invented by face the Russians app, no, to steal our data. data no. um, anyway, that, that when I was talking about character, the Steve and Maya, Hawk and Robin, Steve and Dustin are the only character combinations that I care about anymore. I don't even yeah. care about Mike and Eleven. I can't stand Mike. Anyway... We've, I don't I've think ran- I ever did. Anyway, I ranted we, last we, we week did, about We're not spending things. any more time on Stranger I've got things. another rant to rant about. I'm okay with Ted Lasso only going for three seasons. It will be interesting to see which way they go because the point, it's interesting because it's a sports show, but it's a character show, which is why I love it. The point isn't the team wins, like a yes, league of their yeah, own yeah. or major league or remember the Titans. The point isn't the team wins in the end. Yeah. The point is Ted Lasso and it's the characters and the relationships. So it will be interesting to see. I reckon he'll just like leave it to someone and then fuck off. I want to see what Nathan does because he's an asshole. Because I reckon he'll get a gig back in America, Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. And then they'll, he'll be like, hey, you and weird coach guy whose name I forget. Coach Beard. Why don't you... We'll go back, but no, then Coach Beard will stay. There you go. Because Coach Beard, nobody cares. But Ted Lasso, doesn't he like her, the boss woman? No, they're they're on Tinder. She's on Tinder with the African player. I love Sam Obasanye. He's my favourite. He's good. Other than Ted. Well, yeah. And her. And And her. And the other her. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I watched it. (laughs) Um, Have we got time for my... Rant, yes. Yep. 
Okay, this rant wasn't intended to be fully relevant to everything we've talked about this episode, (laughs) but it is. Can we just come up with some new fucking stories, please? Ted Lasso is the... What? what? Continue. I know, it's the whole thing we've talked about all episodes, so I feel (laughs) like I don't need to rant. But it is a new... I get what you mean. I think we... Like mentioned a bit last week, like enough Marvel, enough Star Wars. Well, so I googled movie releases 2022 July to try and look up what's coming next July, but I don't know. Most things, good things, next good things are coming out in September. So the list of movies for this year are Avatar sequel, yeah, the seventh Jurassic Park movie, yeah, another Minions movie, yeah, another Thor movie, yeah. Another Black Panther movie. Nope. The Top Gun. Another yeah. Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then Black Adam, which is based on a comic book. It's an original, hasn't been made of Black Adam, based on a comic book. Firestarter. Remake. Is a remake based on a novel. Super Pets is a sequel. The Lost City in the top 12 movies that Google told me are being released this year. There's three original stories. One is Lost City, which is Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock are actors that get lost in the jungle. Tropic Thunder, yep. Yep. Elvis, which is a biopic. Yeah. But it's Baz Luhrmann, so who knows what he'll do. Yep. And Nope, which is, as we discussed, badly titled. Yep. New story. Even Queer as Folk, based on an existing property, and Tokyo Vice, based on a true story. Yes. Everything we've talked about today, except for Ted Lasso and Nope, not new. Yep. Come up with some new stories, people. Stop writing for money and write for art. Three Pinocchios. Three Pinocchios. (laughs) Sums up that whole thing. But that's the thing. It's like like with the Marvel and the Star Wars. Do we really need... I watched, actually, one thing. I watched Miss Marvel. Oh, yeah, I thought about that. No fucking idea what is going on, right? I don't get it. She's not a Marvel superhero. What is she? She's a kid. Oh. It was weird. It was not a bad, but I was like, who is this kid? It was very, like, precocious teenager kind oh, of thing as well. well. Um, but it was good. But then at the same time, I'm like, what, 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 who is this? She's just a fangirl. One it was thing, a bit strange to me. One thing that I think they're doing as well is that they're taking a new story but putting it under a an existing character. Yes. So like the Hawkeye series. Yep. I feel like that's a good story about yeah. chasing down criminals and this girl wants to be like her favourite superhero. Yes. But instead of just doing that, They've put it as Hawkeye. As Hawkeye, because then more people will watch then it. Because it gets straight onto Disney Plus and yeah. they need to do something to satisfy Jeremy Renner's contract. Yep. And, and he's so, the worst Avenger. I haven't watched anything with him in it. Well, what, Hawkeye's I, I, not what, bad. The Hawkeye series is, is good. Yeah, but I who's think. the worst Avenger? Who's the mo- Wait, and by worst, I mean the most useless. The least like, effective. Uh, what, Ant-Man. Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I think Does he Ant-Man's just shoot bows and arrows? Because he's Paul Rudd. I know everyone loves Paul Rudd. He's the internet's boyfriend, apparently. No, he's not my boyfriend. No, and I don't know this sexiest man alive business for Paul Rudd. No, bullshit. The worst sexiest man alive was when it was Blake Shelton. 
Yeah, but that's country music Back in the, in the 90s, it was like Brad Pitt and Johnny Depp and... George fucking, Clooney. George Clooney. That makes sense. Yeah. It was a Hemsworth once. Pretty sure, Chris. That makes sense. Yeah, that not makes Luke. Sense. It wasn't Luke. It wasn't 50-year-old Paul Rudd. No. But is that because people are Once it was less John Legend. Abs? Like, meh. Yeah. Do Michael B. Jordan if you're going to do diversity. We're not going to talk about Chrissy Teigen. She's a minefield. No. No. As an Although if we do, we could tag her. Anything could happen. Yeah. It could <laughs> She loves her own hype. It so could blow up in all sorts of ways. Um, is that it? Are we gonna have a rant episode? That's yeah. gonna be a new segment, isn't We've it? We've got three segments. Backtrack from last week. What's uh coming up or what have you watched? What is not worth is it worth it? What's coming? Rant. That was more than three. But anyway. No, because I renamed some as I went. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's... What have you watched? What, what have, are you looking no, forward to? Backtrack. Yep. What have you watched? You're all listening to our production what meeting. Are you, <laughs> what are you looking forward to? Is it worth it? Rant. Five, Five segments every week. And the sixth segment is what's out this week on Two Drink Cinema. On Friday is our long-awaited, seven days awaited, yeah. Batman Returns review. Full disclosure, Brett and I were very hungover when we recorded Batman Returns. It was no drink cinema, and when I listened back to edit it, you could tell. I'm only slightly less hungover today, so we'll see how that goes. Okay. But I've got a cocktail uh, called a Black Cat, Ooh. which you can drink while you listen to our Batman Returns episode for Two Drink Cinema. Links in the episode description. Get over there and listen to that. Uh, thank you, Brett. Thank you, Lee. Make sure you hit subscribe to Odd Socks Entertainment so that you get all of these episodes. Follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at Odd Socks Entertainment, Socks with an X, uh, and keep up to date with everything that is going on. Let's have a chat, an open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at NoPantsPod.